This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Yoy! I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. Yoy and double yoy! We talking about Twitter. Triple yoy! Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple yoy! Never give up on the Steelers! Oh my god! They killed Kate! You bastard! We mock ourselves. as a culture like we really value provocative behavior and on the internet the more outrageous um, the content the more likely we are to respond to it and create this experience of where we spend more and more and more time in tighter and tighter echo chambers uh, where our worldviews are completely upheld but there is a cost in my opinion, to being someone who identifies by what they hate. You limit your ability to be moved, to engage with the world about what you love. Wow, I didn't know a Barney documentary would uh, encapsulate everything that we've been doing for the past year uh, better than ourselves, I think. Wow, is that what that was? Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to reveal that was like some pop singer or something, like talking about their toxic fandom. That was great. Uh, this is what Jin's talking about, the conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation, and... Uh, Geez, even in uh, even in one of the greatest uh, greatest uh, well the greatest upset victory of the NFL season so far. Yes, uh, Steeler fans still had a lot to be toxic and hateful for <laughs> for including ending for your about including, our, yeah yeah including ending your sentences on a preposition. <laughs> All you grammar nerds. I'm Kyle Kreis. Here is with me is Greg Benevent. Hello. And let's get to the tweets. Tweets. There were a few uh, people who were willing to face the mirror and see, you know, face the man in the mirror, mm -hmm. ask him to change his ways. And they, they asked to be forgiven, uh, you know, over their Steeler bad takes and toxic takes. And you, hey, if you ask to be forgiven, you are forgiven. That's how easy it is. If you can face mm -hmm. front uh, to your own toxic ways, uh, you are, you will be forgiven, mm -hmm. uh, at least in my eyes. Oh, absolutely. Let's start with E. At E. Fisher, 330, Ethan Fisher, a lot of people owe Mike Tomlin an apology. Mm -hmm. uh, follow up with uh, at Emmanuel Ocho, Emmanuel Ocho, or at Cho. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm 
He's, this is not uh, the, the Chad Johnson. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah, I was. It's fine. I mean, I'm not sure how to say Mr. Acho. Acho, yeah. Steeler fans, y'all owe Mitch Trubisky one hell of an apology right now. Mm-hmm. Who who needs who are we lining up to apologize to first? Is it Mitch? Is it Tomlin? Is it Canada? Do well, we, I mean, I I I I've got to start with with Tomlin since he was the one that because I mean as as many as bad as Mitch played, you can't blame him for what happened in Buffalo. So I mean, I'll start with Tomlin and then we'll move to Mitch. And um, and then we'll just go to the defense as a collective. Oh, I think sure. I think we're I think we have about a year's worth of apologies to James Pierre at this point. I think we're kind of on layaway there. Uh, Devin Bush, uh, no one mentioned him. I'll apologize to him. There you go. Uh, oh wait, wait. The uh, here's the here's the here's the man himself. At Ryan Clark 25, Ryan Clark, I took Mike Tomlin to task last week for the Steelers not fighting with stars hurt. They fought like hell to win, confident, physical, dialed in all day. If you screamed for his job last week, make sure you scream how great of a coach he is today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it only took one week for Ryan to come back, to back oh, around. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. And it's also, and uh, like you, uh, uh, while you couldn't hear physical screaming, I didn't hear uh, metaphysical screaming, screaming either. Uh, there wasn't as much uh, screaming about how great a coach he was, even though there should have been. Oh, yeah, there was, uh, you know, where's that? Uh... Mike Tomlin's got to be in Coach of the Year conversation. Oh, well, maybe maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Two and four is a little, <laughs> it's still a little big on that. But, hey, hey, who knows what happens this week? Oh yeah, the the road to coach of the year starts now. <laughs> let, let's put that hot seat. How about that? Um, oh, we we kind of talk defense. Uh, Alex Kazora, immense credit to this defense for battling all six, 60 minutes. I doubted them. I was so wrong. Definitely mm-hmm. sixty minute men. I was worried. Like wow, we've seen some fourth quarter, uh, you know, debacle. We've seen some. We've seen some messy fourth quarters, and but this one was a sixty minute game. Absolutely, and it's and I think what allowed them to be sixty minute men in a big part is that yeah, the last time they're out on the field, they let up a touchdown, but the offense didn't put them in a position where they had to be out there to let up another score at the end of the game. We saw a victory formation. I know. Uh... Yeah, I guess we can't get Mace out on the victory formation if he's not active, right? That, that, that would be a bit much, yes. He was wearing, I think, the same hoodie I was during the game. <laughs> yeah, no no, no uh, fashion show for... Uh, <laughs> Louder Milk will go out there when he was, un- when he was um, inactive. He would still wear a suit, but, you know, Mace is a sweats kind of guy. Yes, hey, he you is. know, you can't... Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Right, you can't... Autumn. He's already a 10, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, of course, there were the bad apples... <laughs> Bad apple. How's the saying go? Because it's like, oh, it's just a few bad apples in Steeler Nation. Right? It's just a few bad apples. But uh, if you follow the end of the saying, it's a few bad apples spoil the whole bunch. Is that true? I mean, I, I, I've I, just heard it so many times. I assume if you have one bad apple in the middle of a bunch of them, it makes the rest of them go bad because, like, the bugs get out or something? That's uh, that's osmosis. Oh, okay. Holmes, right? I don't I know. Guess. I mean, I, I just I, I, I never realized, thought about it until now, whether it's true or not. Anyway, yes, but Steeler fans, I think that makes sense. There's a bunch of Steeler fans, and they're all positive, and one's toxic and negative, and then things take any kind of turn, then they'll all be toxic and negative soon enough. And then it's just a kind of celebration Celebration of ignorance. <laughs> Let's get to <clears throat> at Sarah from space. Sarah R. I'm sick of Steelers Twitters, to be honest. Yeah, same here. Hey, good be- job, Sarah. Because, you know, and, and this guy is not on social media out there like some of the players. But here is at KDD 7696 night skin. We're talking about um, what? Kevin Dodson. <laughs> Kevin Dodson. If I can't think of his first name. Mm-hmm. Um Getting death threats for some uh, penalties is crazy for a game that has no bearing on your life. You're a fan, not an owner, and you don't even put any work in to feel any type of way about it. 
I I couldn't agree more. You're a fan. You don't you, you don't put any type of work in just because you're in front of the TV uh, does not make you entitled to talk this way to you know and I, we've been we we've been harping on people we're the fan police harping on people for being less toxic than this so when you cross this line oh no because this is this is this is abominable i mean this is one where i think even a lot of the more toxic fans when they see it i'd like to think thought you know bridge on the river quiet my god what have i done where am i headed with this oh like, you would hope but in the reply in the replies to dodson there was <laughs> stuff like this like at dr delay i know more ball the death threats are out of line. However, <laughs> however, without fans, you're you're just a guy in pads with no money. Most of us have been fans of the Steelers longer than you've been a player for them. So yeah, we'll let you know when you got to step it up. In the, in the replies, <laughs> in the replies to his own, like, hey, don't wish me death, Steeler Nation. Right. I mean, it doesn't. It's like, do you? It's like, oh. You can't see the forest for the trees. You're still out there just getting your tweets in. Gosh. Well, it's so weird in that this person clearly saw somebody say, hey, you shouldn't say death threats and then felt an emotional reaction to that and had to respond this way to be like, yeah, okay, death threats are bad. But, you know, we've got to say negative things. I mean, come on. It's like there's no empathy anymore. Gosh. Or even just the slightest bit of perspective and humanity. Yeah, and then and then and then, you know, I'm I this here's at Markabali, Markabali, you know, Kevin Dodson getting death threats over a hold or a miss block is appalling. I don't want to paint this as what Steeler fans are like. These are cowards who felt a need to do this. Oh yeah, you know, I found a bunch of tweets similar, maybe not to uh, Alta Dodson, but I found a lot of uh at Ryan Kerr Fook. Ryan Kerr, Matt Canada, I hope you die genuinely. At A Preach AP, AP, Matt Canada, die slow, bro. At Slapped T, Ryan Matthew Wisnet, I am one trillion percent hope Matt Canada dies choking on his playbook that doesn't do. How about, uh, at Yon Dagger, gosh, I hope Matt Canada totals his car and dies during the incident. I hope his house burns down with him inside. I hope it, I can't even go on. Yeah, I was going to say, these I was are, hoping you would quit. These, they, so it's not just a few cowards. It, this is all over uh, Steeler Nation fandom. And, uh, you know, it, 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 just do one quick search. You don't even have to, you know, you don't even have to find it. I don't well, know. I mean, this, this is the same thing. These are emotionally unfulfilled people that feel the need to lash out and have no way of doing it. And the anonymity of the Internet protects them. What I was, I mean, of the four you chose, the one that fascinated me the most, the only one was the third one, where this person clearly spelled out a full name. Ryan Matthew Wisner. I mean, you know, that that's that's slap T is not something you could find. But boy, that first name is uh, uh, that includes the middle name. I've rarely seen that in a genuine death threat. I, I can't go to the level that, you know, even the angriest fan is someone out there to death threats. But man, oh, man, there are just too many people that just I don't know if it's an emotional remove or it's just to meet some kind of emotional need. But man, oh, man, just I, I can't even imagine being able to do this like you can't get I could never be so drunk as to say the death threat i would never it just it just doesn't it, it's impossible and it's just so sad that so many people have let themselves get to the point where they can do this and you think this is-
this is fringe. Believe this is not as fringe as you think. This is more commonplace, or or it is uh, it has been it, it's not been shunned or enough. It's people have are not afraid to put this out there because there there's no consequences for it. Yeah, I, I think that, I think that's that's a bigger part of it. That, yeah, I would agree with that. Is that the, we've kind of lost the ability to shun things in this society. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's go on to something more fun like. Local media conspiracies, ha ha ha! Because the media loves to holding those balls and big moments. Yeah, they're holding their own nuts here. Let's go to, uh, well, let's this is let's just get someone who had my my point of view at Reggie B Flow. Reggie Steelers writers, media radio radio personalities, all toxic AF. This was a this was a weird. It's been I guess a couple weeks now where we've had uh you know we're kind of going for the soap opera compared to the X's and O's. Oh yeah, well I, and and I mean I, I get it in the wake of the Buffalo game where there's literally nothing to talk about in X's and O's. They were annihilated so completely. So what narrative you're going to have is just a how bad things are and b how bad are they behind the scenes but I, I think it is it's weird in that it's been a few days now since the win over Tampa and like there hasn't been that like massive course correction to people overcompensating the positive way yet like they're still uh, uh, kind of <laughs> sinking with that negativity so far yeah they had not enough apologies out there Where right. are the, um, so this, you know this got me on a couple levels at PG Sports Now Post Gazette Sports Mitch Trubisky was benched against the Jets following a locker room confrontation at halftime with receiver Deontay Johnson. Multiple sources have told the Post-Gazettes, now can he win his job back on the field from Jerry Dulac? Uh, so that is that's the juicy you know thing and mm-hmm. which is which has gone on I guess Brooke Pryor confirmed it there was a mm-hmm. scuffle but uh, you know one for one Mitch wasn't benched in in his result of right. said scuffle. Mm-hmm. The second thing is Jerry Dulac's headline in this story was Mitch has a chance to force Steelers into difficult decision. Uh, where's the editor? No, where's, the, you know, the Post-Gazette at least got it right on their tweet. Jerry's trying to hide it five paragraphs into the lead that there was this locker room dust up. Is that because he doesn't trust his own reporting? I, I Well, I mean, I, I assumed, and it is it is weird because it seems like the headline in the story about two entirely different things. I had thought the headline to that article, and I didn't read the article, but that the headline was about the I, the difficult decision Mitch was to force them into was whether or not to start Mitch in the upcoming game in Miami if Kenny was healthy. This I, I assume that, that, that... That was his headline. And, 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 and then the story was, was about garbage. this fight. Well, the, that is the story. Okay. You know, he and he hit it behind a garbage headline. So, okay. you know, why... why no one subscribing to the PPG. I don't know. Maybe because uh, you know, if you're going to go out there and write it, don't hide it. Fair five paragraphs in. Stick it out there in your in your lead, and you know, put it on the headline. I, um, now this now this one is was un uncorroborated conspiracy. Okay. At the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi. Ron Cook says on the fan he's hearing Trubisky lost his job versus the Jets for ex- exhibiting behavior unbecoming of a captain. It does sound like he got crazy on shore leave, like you know when the Enterprise like went to a, you know a resort planet and he hooked up with one of the green women. It, um, but no, it, it's I mean everything we've heard about this since is that Mitch and Deontay had an argument in the locker room after Mitch was already benched. I mean everything we've heard is that as Tomlin was walking into the the tunnel after the first half of the Jets game, he thought to put in Kenny because you know apparently from people that were there it was the most it was the worst environment in that stadium and forever. Just in that how bad that offense 
looked in the first half. But so, I mean, I, I, I it's hard. I, I don't think that's why he lost the job. Because don't you think if they if he really if they were really against Mitch, I mean, they benched the guy. Wouldn't they have taken away the captaincy thing if he really, really did something out of line? And also, I, I, look, I don't know Mitch Trubisky as a person. But man, oh, man, everything we've heard about the dude since April has more or less been like, hey, I just want to be here and lead like that. That's probably him raising his voice. It, Nobody uh, loves football as much as I do. That's but, what I'm saying. Know? I can't imagine there was uh, 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 this and this, it, this scuffle wasn't physical. So it's, you know, I think it's a bunch of people saying, hey, there was this argument and then a bunch of people extrapolating out from that. So you don't think it's like he, you know, he kissed someone's girl or something. I mean, like well, that could that would be unbehaving captain behavior. Right. For me. But it's the guy that just happily married. It just had his first or second child. I find that a little harder to believe. Well, I can't think what else it would be. It's, you know, what I don't know what unbecoming captain behavior is. Well, I think that means it, it depends on how far I, I imagine that's a comment. And what I assumed was how far that argument went with Deontay in the locker room at the Jets game. We can't speculate right. and recollate. I, well, okay, AB, whatever you say. I can't figure out sometimes what you're... Uh... <laughs> oh, one more. Wait, one more conspiracy. <laughs> At Colin Dunlap. Colin Dunlap. At the 42nd mark, does Boswell say, as Canada walks up celebrating, it ain't because of you. I can guarantee you that much. This was the new Steelers oh, Subruder tape. It. Yeah. yeah. So what? What? How did you? Uh, how did you see it, Mr. Costner? Well, what I thought very simply was, I, I, I have it, the first thing I thought when I was reading these conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories, I think like, do you have you ever had a male friend? Like a friend who was a guy, because I could absolutely see someone celebrating and be like, "We won! It ain't because of you." I can tell you that much as like a joke, as like ribbing. How weird would that be if this if this conspiracy was true? The kicker in front of in public just starts berating the offensive coordinator. I mean, that's never happened at any level of football in our lives. I assumed it was a joke. I know there are other people that he talked to. I felt bad when Trey Essex retweeted it. I was thinking like, oh no, am I totally off base with this? But I'm sorry. It's it's very Occam's razor. I think is a big deal here. It's very hard for me to believe that that Boswell decided that this after this big win was the time for him to start finally unload on Matt Canada. I mean, we know Boswell, uh, you know, has has some guts, but, you know, he's holding those balls in big moments. I mean, those are big balls to be doing that, right? Right. And again, it, and it's not and not in the locker room, outside the locker room. I mean, it, 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 that's bananas to me. Does Boswell even seem like a guy to joke? You know, he seems all strictly business to take it to that level. I, you know, I don't know. Is he like I've had really intimate relationships with individuals at that position. Is he is he in a position to be intimate like that? <laughs> I, 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 I don't think I'm confusing it with Jeff Reed. I feel like Boswell's been one of the guys that gets pretty drunk and rowdy at Penguin playoff games. I yeah. feel that's happened a couple times. So it's And I'm not saying it's the same guy, but like the guy that, you know, it, 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 that has three beers in and starts screaming during the power play is absolutely the same guy that flush with victory. He's like, yeah, I can say it wasn't because of you. It's uh, yeah, that's that's uh, Villanueva up there chugging the right. beers with his shirt if off. If only not, they'd uh, won that game, that would have been an incredible all-time moment. Um, let's uh, okay. So conspiracy. So one conspiracy, true, two untrue. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the best record for local media this year. I was going to not this year. That goes back. That goes back to the Cowers days. Yeah. Let's talk Tomlin. I'm not done with Tomlin. Let's talk Tomlin. Let's start with at B. Pryor, Brooke Pryor. Have seen a couple make the Steelers great again, fire Tomlin shirts on fans at the stadium. Uh, I, if, if, if I, you know, I know 
the Acrosure uh, custodians are probably more gentle persons than me. But if I saw that, I'd be like, you're not coming in. That, 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 that's wild. I mean, it's, and again, these are the same people who their, their uncles or their parents said also many vile things about Cower. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, and they also said, you know, about Canada, about Fickner, about... Oh, hey, you know, oh, to think, uh, how many tequila cowboy jokes much those people have made? B.A. There would be no one. <laughs> there wouldn't be any Steelers left in Pittsburgh because they would everyone would be fired under some of these people. And, you know, if you could like, make Steelers great again, like, I don't know, you just, if you're evoking some of that imagery... Yeah, it's uh, a lot. That's, it, you, yeah, know, you brought in something that wasn't meant for this environment. And if I saw you in my Steeler section with that, yeah, mm. we'd be having word, well, maybe just word. <laughs> <laughs> One long word that goes on for the period Yeah, it'd of be time. like, <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about this? At by Josh Carney. Josh Carney, I never want to hear another word about Mike Tomlin's abilities after this one. Backed into a corner, missing the entire secondary against Tom Brady, losing the starting QB to a concussion, ground out a massive win elite coach will be a long long time where, where these people forget 2019 the duck years do they forget i mean this isn't the first time that tomlin's you know this oh well his greatest maybe the greatest uh spread wise victory yes you know. and it's well i was gonna say these it's not that these people forgot 2019 it's that they forgot week one but um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, 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 yeah. I mean, it's you know, it, 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 Tomlin's by no means a perfect coach. He, he does this every now and then. There'll be something that confuses you. I, I, I was mad about whatever how they let the Buccaneers get that last uh, field goal in the first half. But geez, I mean, the, the 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 small mistakes never ever amount to anywhere near the bigger picture with Tomlin. And, and what he's able to do in moments like this is always genuinely impressive. Yeah. We love Pittsburgh, PA. Even though Pittsburgh don't always love you. Um, you know, oh, well, let me give one follow-up to Josh here because I thought this... I will say this. I appreciate Mike Tomlin not getting too high or too low. Very subdued in the post-game presser. Very blunt, point blank. Even seemed annoyed. I thought so, too. I was like, he wasn't really celebrating uh, that... Um, I, it wasn't. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same tenure. Obviously, the record speaks for itself. But and I, I think that's part of it. I think if and again, that's that's being a real leader. If he'd gone in there yelling "woo" and blowing kisses and being all fired up, then everyone would have thought, "Hey, things are great again." I like that Tomlin keeps saying about it is a long road back to respectability. That's absolutely the message these guys need to hear. So we don't get so we don't get the a the b, the a b dance when when we're one and four win. I mean, oh, the thing that I don't know if I ever told you this, but I remember years ago just driving around out here in LA and I was somewhere through the thing and I heard end of a, a Seahawks post game press conference I don't even remember how and it was Pete Carroll and he said and it first covers he got up there the first thing he said wasn't that fun we had a great time out there and I laughed so hard can you imagine Tomlin ever coming to the press conference saying wasn't that fun <laughs> yeah no that's true um let's go to oh you, you, uh, I want to I, I thought this was a good at Mike DeFabo Mike DeFabo, this is a quote from Miles Jack. Mm. The whole world was counting us out. We had every reason to piss down our leg and lose this game, but we didn't. And that just told me he's in, he's he's mimicking Tomlin's phrases. Yes. To so obviously the message is getting across. These players love him. Oh yeah, well I mean it's I remember I think it's Kovacevic that said you can always tell what Tomlin's message is because like the first five guys you interview say the exact same thing in the <laughs> locker room. But two also Miles Jack's been a Steeler for all of 
a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's, you know, I mean, it's, it, it shows how quickly, the, you know, and that guy's a leader and I hope he's around for a long time. He's a great player. And, um, so yeah, and, and he was great against the Steelers and he's great with the Steelers. So it's, so it, it, it's very lovely to see him, uh, really embrace the mantle. So I think that's, this one might stick. I think we're going to hear a couple more, uh, he didn't urinate down his leg, man. That's a great place to begin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really hope no one, uh, 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 takes that to like a cheap shirt you can buy on the way to the stadium or somehow incorporates the peeing Calvin, which I always no, hated. That's what I want. Yeah. The, okay. No, you don't, you don't, you hate that. I well, want I mean, the- Bill Waterston <laughs> never got any of that money. Like that, uh, he never gets a penny of those. That's the thing that I, I okay. mean, not that he needs the money, yeah. but you know, it's, 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 but yeah, huh, huh, huh. but it's, hey, how about a, a peeing Tomlin onto, onto, uh, you uh, know, I mean, on that, your Ford it, symbol. It's hard for me to put on a piece of clothing that depicts another man urinating, but if it helps people <laughs> get into the spirit, I guess I can abide that. All right. Why don't we take a commercial break? Um, because we've got things to talk about in the Boy, second half. Like we haven't talked right, about quarterbacks, about wow. and that Boy, I guess. I mean, about it's settled, but is it settled? Is it ever settled? Oh, my boy, is it still talking? It's supposed to be the interme- instrumental version. Oh, well. Is anything ever settled? Nothing's ever settled. Okay, we'll be back uh, in a bit. Where are you? We've got some work to do now. QB22, who are you? We need some help from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve. Which QB do we want gold and black? But don't get sad. If QBs do what they should do, then they can earn themselves a yellow jacket. Oh, yeah. One last time. For 22, maybe not. Maybe, you know. I'd like to say that as a true connoisseur of that song, I appreciated you adding the roar sound in the middle. That was new. I'm, uh, hey, you know, always evolving, always evolving. (laughs) You know, don't don't count me out after just one. Um, We got to talk QBs because everyone else is Mm -hmm. at Funny Brad, Brad Williams. Mitch Trubisky just did what Gazelle couldn't. Keep Tom Brady off the field. Ah, that's, shout out. That's not a bad, that's a good joke. That's a good joke in the moment. Brad's a good comic that we've certainly seen around. That was a good one. Um, how about from someone funny to the dark Sith Lord <laughs> at Mark Madden X, Mark Madden. This is the best any Steelers quarterback has played all year. Mitch starts next week, even if Pickett is cleared. Uh I mean, you might not be able to find fault with that argument. Uh, and that's where I was after the game. It, uh, but I mean, but it's also I'm. Not, but I mean, that's the difference between you know playing Madden and actually leading men is the the decision that Tomlin made. I was content to live in my fears, let Pickett sit for the uh, 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 you know to till to buy, and then address things after what I'm assuming will be a tough game that could go either way with the Dolphins and a loss to the Eagles. But that's not how Tomlin thinks about it. He's always trying to win this week hey i'm i'm fine with either either or you know mm-hmm. hey if it's absolutely uh, if it's mitch i get it if it's kenny i get it i don't know mm-hmm. i'm just i i was you know i'm just kind of hoping mace gets his helmet that's all but um how about at sports media sucks hmm. sports media is a joke one of my, this is one of my favorite accounts zero percent chance the steelers win today if pickett doesn't get injured i'm not afraid to say it kid has been a disappointment so far still has a lot of time to develop though um ah I mean, 
that's a big what if, right? That's a huge what if. And also, he went out. It wasn't like he went out with like a minute to go in the third. Like it was, it was fairly early on in the third when that guy lit him up. I mean, it's it's entirely possible that Pickett would have figured it out. It's not like the Buccaneers' defense got better as the game went on. So it's entirely possible that Pickett would have found a way to win that too. At um, yeah. Yeah, it might have just been. Yeah, it might have been differently. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You may, but mm-hmm. you know, it might not have been a victory formation. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go to at hot underscore Steelers. Steelers hot takes. Remember when we praised Ben for his fourth quarter success last year? In fourth quarter this year, Mitch Trubisky's passer rating is a fantastic one oh three. Passer rating of one oh three would rank fifth in the NFL currently. Um, are both of our wins were you know these, these are two well this wasn't a fourth quarter comeback so, but no two, it was a, a this was a fourth quarter just a fourth quarter performance which right. we haven't seen before. right exactly and I'm thinking eh, the fourth quarter didn't look too great against the Pats or the Browns so it so I mean that's I'm assuming what that means is that and and I don't remember it looking fantastic against the Bengals either so I think that this 103 is like you know I imagine it's like one. 40 in the fourth quarter of this and then broken up like some 70s and 80s in the other games and it's like divided by four or something i can't make heads or tails quarterback <laughs> rating you know i can't fourth quarter is is mitch's i mean that's when he uh puts you know ish to the wind i guess and I, you know I, well that's certainly what we think happened yeah. on sunday because frankly we need a theory to latch on to exactly why that happened and that seems as serviceable as any <laughs> well yeah mm-hmm. how about Okay, uh, watch Black Adam this Friday in theaters. <laughs> um, how about at Tommy Jaggy? Tommy Jaggy, one of my least favorite. Uh, at Steelers cannot and should not go back to Mitch Trubisky. Once they declared Kenny Pickett the guy, you don't risk shaking his development confidence to go backwards. Number two, Trubisky was not getting the job done for the first 4.5 games. Don't trust a two-quarter sample Every everyone and their brother is saying you can't go back and forth, Kenny. Da 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 da. Um, these guys are big boys. They, I don't think anyone's going to be you know heartbroken if uh, Tomlin comes in and says, "Hey, you know, we're going back to Mitch this week," or "Hey, you know, we're going back to Kenny this week." I I I I I actually am coming around to agreeing with you on that, and I think part of what buttresses my argument with it is that concussions are always kind of unknowable, but they feel like in the wake of the Tua injury, they're even more unknowable now. I mean, I've been very surprised that, you know, it's not not so much that Kenny uh, was named the starter by Tomlin, which was surprising, but the fact that, like, Kenny's full participant in practice, not out of the concussion protocol, and the league could very much be like, hey, Kenny's not playing this week. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. And it would have nothing to do with Tomlin or anyone's feelings or any of that. No, Tomlin did the right thing to, to frankly, not have a million tweets this week, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, a million think pieces on PPG or on 93.7. Like, he shut everyone up. And mm-hmm. knowing that it's unknown. It, it, yes. When he came out on Tuesday, he didn't know, but he said, hey, it's going to be Kenny. But he doesn't know. Yeah, he, know. he has no idea. It, uh, he, he can't possibly know because concussions are like, you know, an ancient curse. And in its spooky season. So <laughs> at Sean underscore Ryan, Sean Ryan, the Steelers had 140 total yards and five of their final eight drives with Pickett were three and outs. Fans are already trashing Trubisky as if he replaced vintage Joe Montana. Um, the Kenny, you know, people want Kenny because he's the, he's the rookie. He's the future. 
But it's not like it is an open and shut case for Kenny, maybe. No, but I mean, but it's also when when Mitch was putting up almost exact numbers to this early in the season, we said you got to ride out the process. I mean, it's, you know, when it was uh, uh, the same thing happened. I mean, I, that, I, the Bengals game and then the Patriots game and just, uh. So, I mean, it's, it's I, I if you're going to get these same kind of bad numbers, I'd much rather get them with the kid who uh, is the bright future versus the guy when he's probably almost everything he's going to be. Yeah, oh, be all you can be. Um, at Blitzburg, Blitzburg, who does Yins roll with going forward? 89.2% Kenny, 10.8% Mitch. So, you know, that's not quite nine to one. Right. It's, yeah. And I, and I think that's about where the people are. I think it's, it's, but I mean, it, it's, but if Mitch comes in, when Mitch came into the game on Sunday, I thought, oh, geez. But if that if that were to happen for whatever reason going forward, I'm not sure I'd have that same uh geez feeling. Well, what if Kenny is inactive and then QB two right is exactly. number two exactly? And at that point, like everything else, we'll have lost all cabin pressure, and who knows what's going to happen next. <laughs> and then he does a fourth quarter comeback. right exactly, and then we're and yeah, and then it's yeah, it's the three headed monster, and we get to use like King Ghidra memes. Oh, okay, I'm mm. in. I'm in for that. Mm-hmm. Um. Hold on, the uh, the band is on the field. No, it's not. The band's not on the field. Oh. How about... Let's wrap things up with a couple... Time for a fourth quarter comeback. Did they play? They didn't play Renegade this yes, week. They did. they did. They did. I want to say they did right before the touchdown. I missed the it. Oh, they're right before the... Oh. But, uh, everyone tweets Renegade now, if you notice, when it happens. Like I'm, I'm missing it. I don't know. Okay. I, I, these live tweeters, I you know, I see the live tweets, tweeters like five hours later, and it's like, uh, what does this right. even mean? Yeah. Najee Harris, get three-yard gain, second down. Yeah, like, it's like, it's, oh. you know, that's the one they promote for you. Yeah. Thank you, live tweeters. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple odds and ends. At the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi, back to him. I believe this is the biggest upset win in Steelers history. Ten point, double digit dog, one outright. Oh yeah, um, not quite the biggest in history. I found a couple point spreads, um, starting with in most well mo- most recently 2005 against the Colts in the uh, in the playoffs the divisional game. That was 8.5, which oh uh, yeah. And you that's know, a much bigger upset than this was because the series had looked so bad in that Monday night game just a few uh, weeks prior. The biggest stakes, I guess. In yes, any, that in certain too. Games. And it's hard to, for me to ever compare playoff games to regular season games. But yeah. Um, but the all-time biggest point spread was 1992. Bill Cowher's inaugural oh, game yes. against oh, Houston. Yes. 12.5 uh, point spread mm-hmm. in Houston. Warren Moon. Oh, yeah. Five the, interceptions. The big fake punt, right? That was the big fake play. punt. Fourth and four, and ran it, ran it on fourth and four. <laughs> Can you imagine what they would tweet about that today? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh, well, they gave it to uh, Derek Watt on a fullback handoff at fourth and four. The idea of Ron Earhart checking Twitter makes my heart warm. I would love to have seen that. Um, also, but of the, of the games you listed, yeah. there, I mean, this one was at home. I think that's also the big difference. Too. Biggest, These, biggest one at home. Yeah, and also if you figure if you get three points for being at home. Then in Tampa, the game very well might have been 13 points if it had been at the, the Pirate Show. It should have been. No secondary. I, You know, yeah. I, I thought for certain that it was going to be ja- Josh Jackson soup out there. But Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, that's what I thought. Because I think like the first the first t- tweet, you know, completed pass, it said something like, you know, T. Brady, 10 yards to C. Goodwin, parentheses, J. Jackson. Yeah. And we're thinking, okay, that's going to be the rest of this game, parentheses, J. Jackson. And that's not the case. What? I, maybe they found something with that guy. Just have someone around. Hey, like, Jackson and Pierre. I mean, uh, 
Mm-hmm. Hey, Pierre had that game winner last year, but then, you know, it, it, it that was just a well, one Well, we and can done. still remember him running past the guy that's in jail now. That dude that's in jail running past him. I was there. I'll never forget <laughs> that. Like, um, Let's go to at Charlie Batch 16. Charlie Batch, little, uh, little, you know, little fighting over what we see on tape. Here's Charlie Batch going, the opinion of someone who played 15 years at the highest level versus one who hasn't. Yeah, okay, you can miss me with that. Stay in your lane, bro. You know, some of these tape analysts out there think they know what they see. Even, you you know, you. I hate to sound like 1984, you can't believe what you see with your own eyes. <laughs> But some in in the NFL, I guess, I guess you can't. Sometimes you can't believe what you see in your own eyes. I don't know what what we see as fans are definitely not what players and coaches see. Oh yeah, well I mean, I, if we're gonna quote something, I get the man who wasn't there, right? You know, the more you see, the less you know. Yeah, and it's at twenty two guys all going in different directions, doing the different thing. And, um, again, what uh, having seen those tweets from Charlie before this, I remember thinking like, man, what, imagine what you had to do to upset Charlie Batch. Exactly, that guy's mm-hmm. playing spades and walking his dogs mm-hmm. and uh, coming to I, work. Most mellowest, nicest man. He's so cool. Yeah, everyone who's who who like who sees him at like Super Bowl. I know media friends who've seen him at Super Bowl. He's always cool. They don't even Mm. Steelers fans, but it just goes to show. And this is from I think that was from Steelers Depot. It was the who was going back and forth. So it's like these people aren't experts. The people that are experts are um, you know probably still yelling at. Uh, Bush on <laughs> on YouTube, Merrill Hodge. Uh, let's go to at Mike DeFabo. Mike DeFabo, the new athletic Steelers writer. Since, oh, okay, uh, since Carboli uh, had this health problems. Yeah. Okay, so this is a uh, it lo- this is a certified insider. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Claypool said Gunnar Oshevsky gave him a celebratory dip. It was his first time ever, and he didn't handle it great. I I remember my first dip, and I think I was vomiting in the Penn State bathroom. I couldn't even handle Big League Chew as a kid <laughs> sitting there in the dugout. I mean, I, and I, 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 the follow-up tweet by Claypool to that was hilarious. We said, the dip hit me like that, and he showed a picture of him laying on the ground after having been <laughs> laid out. And uh, I can't imagine. Everyone also said that, like, they that saw him said, like, man, you took way too much of that, Chase. It was <laughs> like, that's, that's, you know, that that seems like a lot. That, like, yeah, Gunner's a big boy. He's right, taking yeah, a- exactly. Yeah, Gunner's, <laughs> Gunner has done this before. Like, he might be a smaller human being, than Chase Claypool, but the man's built up something of a tolerance. Apparently, I mean, I, I don't know if I said this before, but I was listening to Ben's podcast, and he says the players put dips to stay awake in meetings. So, wow, um, does I, it have those kind of qualities? Where, like, I mean, I know nothing about it. Where it'll like give you a little bit, like get up and go, like it's, it, yeah, I'm awake. It's, it's like, a rush of blood to the head. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. It, or if you're, you know, 19 in a dormitory, it'll you'll you'll get floored. So okay. See, that's what I thought it would be. It would be more of a downer versus an upper. Like I'm tired in this meeting. Okay. Okay, now I'm going to pass out. Like, yeah, a little too much uh, dip, and you'll be. Uh, we want to unleash hell here in December. Yeah, <laughs> unleashing hell. Uh, let's go to. Well, I mean, we kind of talked about uh, Devin Bush had Absolutely. redemption. What a play! Yeah, what a play. Oh, that's right. Yeah, to the two point conversion. Mm-hmm. How about we'll wrap it up with at. Philly VU, Michael Mason Ramey. The Pigeons in the Tampa Bay-Pittsburgh game have more yards per play than both teams in the second half right now. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, that was wild. Why, I, they, they had just uh, laid grass uh, seed down on mm. Friday, I guess. Okay. And so the Pigeons were still, you know, eating it up on Sunday. That's just That, that was wild that they weren't afraid of 
uh, 22, you know, football players running around there? Well, not just 22 football players, but I mean, like, I'm sure wherever there's, there's somewhere in grass seed in Western Pennsylvania that doesn't have the noise of 60,000 people one way or the other. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I, I'll never understand pigeons where it's like, okay, you're within three feet of me. I'm scared. But like people screaming is not an issue. Yeah, fearless, you know, out there. I, that's what I, we should be the Pittsburgh Pigeons, maybe. It's, it's like it's not the worst name. Fearless, uh, not not backing down from anybody. We're gonna get the feed, you know. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna eat. We're gonna what do they say? We're gonna we're gonna get fed. Let, yeah, gonna... and also just I mean, having seen the Wilkes-Barre Scranton baby penguins, where like their logo will be like a jacked penguin, like it has biceps <laughs> and the mouth is open and it's mad, like a jacked pigeon's pretty cool for a team that has the Pittsburgh Penguins and made that tough. Yeah, the Pittsburgh Pigeons would we mm-hmm. could make that tough too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's. Uh... Let's get out of here. How about okay. that? Oh, wait. I didn't want to play that. I wanted to play this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about some things like this? That's what we've been talking about. Oh, that's right. Follow us on social media. I'm at Kyle Christ. Greg, are you out there? Yes. Uh, at Greg Benevent, B as in boy, E-N-E, V as in Victor, E-N-T, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we got some reviews. Oh, I didn't print them out to read, but oh, I think okay. I think those who gave us reviews that helps us. Uh, oh, that's great. Get in the algorithm or whatever. Yeah, whatever. we'll read them next time. So yeah, is there a next time? No, I'm sure. We all will. bear a little responsibility to make sure that we elevate this floor. You got to elevate the floor. All right, be a be a better person out there. Gosh, mm-hmm. empathy to others. Uh, you know, don't be like, I don't know, toxic is in, I guess, but watch that Barney doc and you're going to be like, yeah, this is what being toxic gets you. Uh, a whole lot of nothing. Oh, okay. I was wondering where that was going. Like, it wouldn't get you. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Oh, okay. You know. But it, uh, but yeah, but it's, no, just, there's nothing wrong with trying to be a better person. Until next time or until the next exit on the highway, <laughs> uh, make sure you listen to Coach. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school.